you can't take your eyes off this golf for a second if you're lucky enough to be watching it, if you're uh, listening in to us, and we'll give you uh, as uh, good an update as we possibly can. Uh, but it's fascinating. These majors always are, Louis. They asked me the and I, we talked last week about how a testing course can completely add a different dynamic to a, a major championship because we've watched the world's best golfers really struggle. Um, guys like just Jordan Spieth, Justin Thomas, John Rahm really, really buckle towards the end of this tour, at the start of this tournament, had to fight like they were trying to win a major to make the cut and then still not be able to put a drive together. And then you get Ryan Fox, um, who's fresh off pneumonia, as you mentioned, is the birth of his second child. And just to be even to be in contention for a top 20, I just think it's a hell of an effort. So it's been such a good watch the whole weekend. It has. Right, let's uh, get to know this fellow, Michael Block. He's not going to win it. But by goodness, it's, uh, he created an impression there. Michael Block is a club pro. Um, club pros uh, are allowed to play in this if they qualify, um, but he's not a tournament pro. He doesn't play weekend uh, golf for big money. Uh, he actually teaches golf on a public golf course in California. This is the story of how uh, he was... Uh, very rarely these days you get to talk to golfers in pressure situations like this. Uh, here's a bloke who made his time available... Uh, to the best uh, golf analyst, one of the best sporting broadcasters, I think, in the world, Jim Nance. This is a walk and talk with Michael Block yesterday. Well, folks, we have for our walk and talk the great Michael Block, who has given us such an amazing experience this week. We've lived this vicariously through you. It's been a joy ride. And what's it been like playing on the weekend at a major for you, Michael, and playing so well every step of the way? Well, Jim, to say the least, I'm living a dream. Um, I'm, I hope I'm living a dream for all the Rochester folks out here because I'll tell you what, the support I've gotten from uh, the people in Rochester is absolutely unbelievable. And honestly, across the country, and it's been an amazing experience. I'm living a dream since I, t- I talked to Scott the other day uh, when I was playing this exact hole. My life uh, feels like it's changed a little bit, honestly, to tell you the truth, but I'm still kind of like on cloud nine and just having a good time. Hey, Michael, I read that at Arroyo Trabuco Golf Club, you're charging $125 for a 45-minute lesson. Can I go ahead and lock that in now, or is that price going to be going up on Monday? <laughs> yeah, so, Trev, actually, it's, it's $150 okay. for an hour. So it's, it's it hasn't been updated. Already. <laughs> and uh, I haven't accepted a new client in about five years. So, <laughs> so uh, it's, it's all good. No, I, I gave a couple lessons, and I've learned... Uh, the people I give lessons to are the people I like to hang out with. Um, you know, the first, you know, 10, 15 years while I was uh, instructing, I would say yes to everybody because I was trying to put a, a dollar in the bank and raise a couple boys and, 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 and be along with my wife. And uh, now I've been fortunate enough to play decent golf over the last couple of years and uh, make enough money to where I don't have to grind it out on the range all day long. So now I give usually about two to three lessons a week to uh, people that I'd love to be around. Well, that was Michael Block, and uh, as I said, not very often, but um, he was able to share his time. They don't usually do it in the last round of, or uh, on a, ma- a major tournament at all. The pressure's so much for the pro, but he's not. He doesn't play the game for a living. He coaches the game for a living as such. Well, he used to. Things might change shortly. They might change shortly uh, because of what happened about 10 minutes ago uh, on the par 3 15th. Uh, this is Michael Block playing alongside Rory McElroy. He's <laughs> shaking his head at the reaction. He's a rock star now.
knocked it in on the fly, folks. He knocked it in on the fly. Uh, he had no idea it had actually gone in. Um, uh, he was w- wondering what all the reaction was on the green. He, he kind of looked and thought, wow, that's interesting. Uh, Rory McIlroy came back to him on the tee and said, gave high-fived as they generally do when someone holds in one. And he said, really, it's gone in? Uh, McElroy had seen it go straight in on the fly. His caddy had to get his uh, yardage thing out of uh, his uh, caddy bib just to confirm there wasn't a ball on the green. Uh, and sure enough, there it was. He walked up. He couldn't believe it himself, picked it out of the hole. And this is the story of uh, Michael Block. It's uh, absolutely amazing. So um, <coughs> he'll finish off. He's not going to win it. Um, but it'll be the Michael Block PGA that will be remembered for a long period of time. Now then, Louis, we get to who is likely to win it. And we've got a live golfer in front here, Brooks Kepka, who's won four majors. He's a terrific golfer. We know that if you've been watching Netflix. Um, they've had a, a series, a wonderful series about golf, and they focused in a lot about Brooks Kepka. And Brooks Kepka, when they did it, was going through an interesting stage in life. Uh, and that was, of course, uh, the fact that, you know, uh, he doubted himself. He was starting to doubt himself and started to uh, doubt where his future was in golf, even though financially secure, Louis, uh, not have to worry about this, where his next dollar's coming from. Um, and all of a sudden, uh, he finds himself in a situation where he could be the first live golfer to win a major. Um, and that's going to be symbolic if it happens. It will be. It'll be a massive day. It'll be a turning point for golf around the world as Victor Hovland drains a putt on 14th. So that should take him to 8-under. And Brooks coming up, I believe he hasn't taken his eagle putt yet. So he's just driven yeah. the green there. He's had multiple knee surgeries. His body was breaking down. But he does look rejuvenated this year, and whether that's playing less golf on the Live Tour, whether that's, I don't know, he's, he's, I know he's got a baby coming. Um, I don't know what it is about Brooks, but when he gets in front on the fourth day of a major, and he's already won two PGAs, of course, to go with those two US Opens, he's scary, and he's hard to get past. He's got big, broad shoulders, and he lets you know about it, Smithy. Yeah, well, he made a birdie on that hole that we are just talking about. It's a drivable par four, uh, the 14th, so he's uh, birdied that. So he now has had a one-shot lead over Victor Hovland. Story of the day has been the low scoring. Uh, I mean, there's mm. uh, really been uh, – this is a course that hasn't uh, offered up much, too much in the first three rounds, and the, the guys are murdering it, to be perfectly honest. It has absolutely been uh, done over, and uh, the number of guys that have shot low today, including Scott Scheffler, who is just having a wow of a time and bringing himself back into the equation. Uh, he's three behind, so Kepka would have to make mistakes. Uh, Scheffler's six under after 15, Hovland eight under after 14, and Kepka nine under after 14. They are the three players who can win this edition of the PGA Championship. But uh, I would be thinking that... Um, you know, from Liv's point of view, and this is an interesting one, and I mentioned it in the sermon, this is a massive one for Greg Norman. Now, Greg Norman, mm. of course, is uh, Joe unpopular uh, for most people, except the ones he signed and those people around Liv Golf who probably think he's Father Christmas. In fact, he is. Uh, but the, the other people are, that have turned him down and said, no, I'm not coming. I'm uh, sticking where I am. Thank you very much. Uh, and going with the flow. Uh, he's not the most popular guy in the world. Um, and in fact, um, administrators all around the world of golf probably hate him, to say fair, uh, to, to, to be fair. Uh, but if he was to get one of his players or one of his players got up, he would take that as a personal triumph himself. And it would raise the question yet again, we're all coming to this crescendo, what happens with the official World Golf Rankings, Smithy? Does, does Liv have to budge and, and 
play a fourth round. Will the official World Golf rankings and the whole kind of shape and sphere of golf mould around live if they have enough players contending on the last day of majors? I, I don't know what happens there. You talk about the low scoring. Well, the round, amount of rounds of 65s we've had, Cameron Smith was the first one in on 65. He looked like he was going to have the low round of the day. So five under for the day to get himself into 11th. He was scorching. But then it didn't stop. We had the fellow Australian who I haven't heard a hell of a lot about to be honest, Cam Davis. And I think his best effort in a major so far was in the high 20s. Well, he's now tied for fourth. He shot up 12 places today. Kurt Kitayama, he put together a 65 as well, as did Seb Strucker. So you talk about getting a bit of a reprieve from this golf course. Usually the fourth days of majors are the hardest days. Well, because of inclement weather and whatnot, whatever reason, today they are being able to scorch it up. And Scotty Scheffler is hunting Hovland and Kepka right now. Yeah, it's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. We'll take a, a quick break. We'll keep uh, updating throughout the morning. Um, and uh, we'd like a, Actually, we, we, this, oh, Scotty Scheffler's nearly hold one um, from the fairway. So he's, uh, he looks like uh, he's perhaps going to make another birdie, Scott Scheffler, and that would bring him even closer. So uh, it is, it's absolutely fascinating, folks. Um, but what about double eight double three? our text line, our temper bed post text line? Uh, we've got another uh, coach uh, uh, appointment to find because um, Aaron Major has decided that um, he's out. out of uh, After two years of Moana Pacifica, he's gone. Um, so we're now looking at four super coaches uh, to come out of New Zealand stocks, it would seem. It doesn't have to be. Um, it could come. Uh, could be an, island, uh, uh, an islander, perhaps uh, someone from um, Samoa themselves who could step up and take over uh, this particular role, but... Uh, it seems Aaron Major is going from minor Pacifica. Does that free him up to go to one of the other roles? I mean, is, uh, is that the bully? Is, is he signed for somebody else? So it's a transfer as opposed to a demotion um, or a resignation as such for Aaron Major. So double eight, double three. what are you hearing there? Um, and uh, we'd like to, to know if you've got any ideas as we get closer to reappointing coaches or appointing them. Any ideas for any of them after what you've seen at the weekend? What were your impressions of the weekend sport? Double eight, double three. Um, and, of course, uh, the Warriors pick up uh, two points for the bye, so they're hanging around the top eight, which is fantastic. They've got the Broncos this weekend. Are you travelling to Napier? Are you in Napier? Are you going to the game? Because my uh, what I'm hearing uh, locally is there is unprecedented interest in this uh, particular match. I think uh, they're not having any trouble at all selling it out. If you haven't got tickets, uh, you better get in real quick. That's my understanding. It's 9.43.